Ah, uh, finally a little quiet time to read some of my old favorites. Honey roasted peanuts. Ingredients, salt, artificial honey roasting agents, pressed peanut sweepings. Mmm. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. And we are back. Here we are once again, Greg. In Boathouse Studios. Boathouse Studios. It is October in Canada, That's which right. means we have a roaring fireplace. <laughs> The, the snow is on the ground. And a fine glass of scotch keeping me warm. I didn't get any scotch. Well, no, I drank it before you came over. You drank All right. <laughs> I gay. really I'll... didn't want to share how he got me a bottle of 15-year-old for my birthday. Uh, By the way, it I'm was my birthday. I'm glad you said bottle. I'm glad you said bottle of, because otherwise it'd be a weird birthday present. Just a glass? No, just a 15-year-old. Oh, um, yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> so... <laughs> um yeah so happy birthday belated birthday greg Woo! that was happy birthday was, to me you, re- you really uh happy birthday. made sure that everyone knew that to me um still doing it it's okay i'm gonna i'm gonna have a nice glass of scotch uh this evening while i'm watching the uh presidential debate so. oh yeah good times yeah. good times <laughs> it's the uh <laughs> it's like uh it's like gladiator times you know it's yeah, it's pretty fascinating, and yeah. uh, you know we're just lowly Canadians who have no say in the American election. But it's fun. We do have uh, with us today an American, yeah. who <laughs> who does have a say. Our first American, is it? I think so. Okay, probably. Yeah, Our, <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but yeah, so we uh, before we uh, start talking about this episode, which by the way is going to be Boy Scouts. In the hood. Not affiliated with the Boy Scouts of America. Correct. <laughs> uh, my name's Alan. I'm Greg. And we are the Two Bad Neighbors. And we have a special guest today uh, coming all the way from Ohio in uh, United States of America. Uh, we have James. Hey, everybody. Hey, thanks for joining us on the show today. Are we allowed to say your last name? I'm um, sure if you want, I guess. <laughs> Tyner. Perfect. Did I nail it? It's, it's a very exciting name, yes. Sweet. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. I am glad to break new ground on this podcast by being the first weird American to be on the show. <laughs> You're a pilgrim, if you will. That's Yeah. Which is uh, semi-ironic because we are recording this on Canadian Thanksgiving weekend. That's right. <laughs> Did you know that? Woo-hoo. It's uh, It's Canadian Thanksgiving right now. Yeah, you guys are like a month earlier than us. I feel like you guys really get on the ball on that. Yeah, we really try. We really try and space the family gatherings out to yeah. a manageable dose. So it's not I honestly November and December. Yeah, I honestly don't know how you guys do it a month apart. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, yeah, like you guys probably do it the right way because at least like with us, we you know we just like immediately shopping, immediately Christmas, immediate everything. It's it's kind of awful to be honest. But. Yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Especially like, yeah, all the, all the Black Friday stuff. Yeah, it's, it's Ooh, not, yeah. not ideal. Yeah. Uh, but, but, by uh, the way, Greg, I, I forgot to get you something for your belated birthday as well, so oh, I apologize. That's okay. I mean, this is the first time, literally, we're talking. <laughs> I know. I kind of feel like I've been tricked into it. Like, invite me on the show and then make me feel bad. I'll oh, call then. you out for this. <laughs> <laughs> this is gotcha podcasting yeah call you up for forgetting my birthday <laughs> how dare i <laughs> um but yeah so james is uh actually uh 
a uh, friend of the podcast who does has his own YouTube channel. He's where, a real live YouTuber. That's right. And he, Social media mogul. That's what they call him. And uh, yeah, so I, I we've I, we've talked about the uh, the channel and the podcast before, uh, but just to reiterate for listeners, uh, basically I stumbled upon your pod or your podcast, your YouTube channel. And Which was actually really, really great because it was while we were on like a hiatus. That's right, yeah. And like you sent me that stuff and I was like, oh sweet, I have stuff to do with The Simpsons now <laughs> exactly. until we go back to podcasting. Yeah, me and uh, my roommate Ife, who's also been on this podcast uh, several times, uh, we came across it one night and we just watched pretty much all of uh, the videos, especially all the Simpsons mysteries, uh, the uh, uh, the long form reviews, uh, didn't watch as many as the second, 60 second ones. And as well as the, uh, where do you do, uh, I don't know what you call them, the showdowns, where you have, like, one versus the other? Yeah. So we watched, like, all of those in a night, and we were just like, this is awesome. And I so like I those reached ones. out to you and uh, asked if you wanted to be on the podcast, and here we are. So, great. Which well, was... I bet you guys really got tired of my voice after a while. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's, it worked out well enough. You didn't, uh, one thing we actually mentioned, and this is uh, uh, something that Ife and I talked about before, about YouTube videos and YouTube reviews. Um, and maybe this is a shy thing, maybe it's not, but we like that it's not your face <laughs> in the video, <laughs> if that makes sense. Uh, we like that it's just you showing clips and, uh, images and stuff and actually just like getting the info out. Cause we've seen so many, in my opinion, really shitty YouTube videos where it's like, uh, you know, top 10, uh, presidential elections. Top and it's 10 like, beers to chug. Sure. Yeah. And it's like some guy who's like like talking for five minutes and then talking about the the beer and then comes back to him and he like does a little skit and it like they try to make it too much about them when it should be about the content and so that's something i really appreciate about your channel is that you make it about the content not about you in fact i know very little about you which i love yeah. so i'm kind Says of like us. a mysterious figure i guess like, yeah like whenever i watch those videos with actually have people like sometimes they're just doing like weird vlogs or whatever i always find myself more distracted by like the stuff in the background kind of seeing like Look at that weird statuette in the background or whatever. Like, it gets really <laughs> distracting and becomes yeah. less about, like, the actual content and more about, like, like look at this YouTube personality. Exactly, yeah. And, th- I mean, that's I guess that's kind of the nature of the, the business in a sense because, like, people do want to be, you know, sponsored and that's what they're trying to do. But, I don't know, for me it just doesn't work. So, so boo to them, <laughs> yay to you. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, – so if you we'll, – we'll plug this again at the end, but if you want to check out his channel, it's The Real Gyms um on uh, youtube and uh yeah i think you're you're kind of in uh, pixar mode right now right you're doing a bunch of pixar reviews yeah actually um i'm just finishing up my third pixar review i'm in the like music mix part of it right now i'm unfortunately in the part of every review where i'm just really sick and tired of the review <laughs> and i want it to be over so yeah. hopefully that will be out in the next uh next couple of days it's going to be a monsters university review i guess ah. to spoil it yeah <laughs> although although like, i think this comes out after that review is going to come out so this like, will be out this Friday, so. Yeah, so how would you guys like the Monsters University review, everybody? <laughs> Comment, like, subscribe. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was going to ask, because so, you're doing the uh, like Pixar reviews, you're doing every Pixar movie um, from least favorite to most favorite, and mm-hmm. is, is that, like does that a, include... Sorry, sorry, one sorry. second. Is this like a really extended what's your story right now? Uh, sure. Yeah, okay. We, we can, we can just, make it part I just of it. wanted to make sure we're in the... We'll get in, more into Simpsons-specific yeah, what's we're in your the story. Segment. But, yeah, okay, yeah. continue. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask it because uh, it just came out, but is Finding Dory included in this uh, pantheon, or is that uh, was that too late to get into your, your list? 
Unfortunately, not for now. I, I, it's kind of dumb because I probably could have because I was like, like I'm just going to do these all right away because they're obviously going to keep making more Pixar movies yeah. and I have to put a line somewhere. Yeah, but yeah. like because I'm only doing like once per month, like I probably could have put it in the list now. So right. I feel a little bad about <laughs> not doing Finding Dory. Like I totally could put it in there, but I'm skipping well, uh, it for as now. A, maybe as an exclusive, where would you put it? Maybe don't tell us, you know, in between certain, but like as a number, would you have a number of where you'd be put in the Pantheon? I would kind of put it around where I am right now, like okay. out of the like maybe like twelve or thirteen or fourteen. So like if I, so I still could in the lower theoretically half. slip it into the next review, for example, if I wanted. Gotcha. But, cool. So so like it's a good movie. Like yeah. it's not one of my favorites, but it's fine. It's good. Yeah, that was kind of my reaction to that one too. I was just like, Yeah, this is fun. But it's not, you know, it's nothing like uh, some of my favorites, but uh we'll find out. Stay tuned to his channel to see what uh, what his favorites are. We'll see if we agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of, uh, stories, <laughs> I guess, uh, that was a terrible segue. Uh, here we, here we are in the segment, what's your story? So we do want to hear about kind of your, uh, relationship with the Simpsons growing up, uh, when you first watched it, you know, that kind of stuff, the basic kind of Simpson history and, uh, maybe a favorite episode if you have one off, off the top of your head. Okay. Well, um, yeah, this, I mean, I feel like I should give you the cliff notes of this, but, um, <laughs> I guess I'd say I started watching the show when I was a lot younger, like when I was seven or eight. I distinctly remember watching in like the third season-ish. I think the first episode I distinctly remember watching is uh, Separate Vocations. Oh, yeah. It's really kind of fuzzy, though, because like you're, when you go back to like when you're seven or eight or something like that, it's kind of like you kind of second guess, did I actually say that upon airing or not? Right, yeah. Um, but, but I ended up watching a lot of the like classic seasons from like season three to season seven pretty distinctly, you know, which is... Uh, like a really good era to actually jump into, to be honest. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, um, that's, some would call it the best. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, uh, great seasons in there. Although I really like seasons one and two. I think people, like, I think people sleep on those seasons a little too much, but uh, seasons three through seven are really, like, where you get into the meat of it, so. Um, Agreed. But yeah, I, I just kind of watched The Simpsons for all those years, and, like, I always, like, really liked the show. It was one of my favorite things, so to speak, but I never really... I considered myself a hardcore fan at the time, necessarily. Um, I think the moment where I, like, really got interested in The Simpsons as, like, a history and, like, the whole volume of work was uh, uh, one birthday... No, no, not birthday. It was uh, Christmas. Uh, One Christmas, um, like, I was opening my presents and everything, and they got me season three of the DVD... Season three of The Simpsons on DVD. Yep. And it was kind of just, like, out of the blue. Like, I didn't even ask for it. I think my parents were just thinking, like... James likes the Simpsons. Let's just get this for him. And um, from getting that DVD, like I like really just started watching those episodes over and over and over again, and then discovered this magical thing called audio commentaries. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then I just went through this horrible, like dark spiral of learning everything possible about the Simpsons that I can, like just listening to all of them over and over again. Um, my older sister actually has a running joke that she knows the voice of Al Jean. <laughs> just because I used to listen to all those commentaries. Oh, yeah. He's got a very distinct voice, too. So, <laughs> yeah. So, My so um, God. yeah, I really got into it from there and then just started watching all the DVDs, like buying the box sets and stuff. This was when I was in college. Yeah. And then um, and then eventually I just um, I just got really into the fandom. Like I joined the online message board, the No Homers Club, for example, and started oh, yeah. posting on there. <laughs> uh, eventually, now I'm an administrator on that board. So now I just kind of boss around Internet people. Hold on, message boards still exist? Yeah, it does, actually. Wow. It's, it's not as much activity now because, like, Reddit's around and stuff, yeah. but there's still, like, some activity on there, basically. 
That's cool. Uh, so, are you are you like me? Do have you listen to every single commentary for every single episode, like myself? Yeah, I do. Um, I to be honest, I didn't really listen to all of them in season sixteen and fifteen. Oh, for yeah. example, like I, I got, should like, I should clarify it. My my like... uh my DVD collection is seasons one through ten, so that's all I've listened to. So. <laughs> okay, well, I've definitely listened to all of those, but then yeah, yeah I, like I kept trying to listen to them all, but it just started <laughs> se- seeming like I was just going through the motions. And right. I didn't really like, I didn't really care about the episodes like. I didn't really care about the nitty gritty. Like, I don't care what the behind the scenes of "Thank God It's Doomsday" was, for example. Like, <laughs> yeah. what is that? What is that one? <laughs> it's got to be like season fourteen or something. Which one is "Thank God It's Doomsday"? Uh, that's. I think it's season sixteen. It's the one where Homer like figures out some code and figures oh, out like when the end of the world is. God, yeah, that one sucks. Sixteen, season sixteen. Yeah. I, okay, just yeah. just verified. Um, so, did you? I uh, actually, uh, I had a question as well that we've we've talked a lot, to, obviously, to our guests about um, their childhood with The Simpsons, uh, and uh, I believe this is not just a Canadian thing. So, I'm going to ask, but was was there a lot of like censorship? Not censorship, but like parents who were like, you know, you're not allowed to watch The Simpsons that you know of uh, to kids, because we had a lot of guests who, you know, their parents would be would say, you know, your kids are not allowed to watch The Simpsons, so they didn't get to watch it when they were kids, stuff like that. Was that, was that something that you experienced as well? Oh, yeah. I would say, I like, The Simpsons back then was, like, a scandalous show in yeah. a weird way. Like, like I missed seasons one and two because I think my parents were being kind of cautious about it because, like, it starred this, this kid, Bart Simpson, <laughs> who, like, talks back to his parents and that's really <laughs> scary for them yeah and i was also only like six or seven or five or something at the time so maybe they just thought i was too young but there was like this kind of stigma around it in america at least i know we're kind of conservative in places as well where it was just like this like dangerous show almost um that actually reminds me of a of a kind of an anecdote because I actually missed like a whole season of The Simpsons because of something that they ended up blaming on it. Like I remember we went to McDonald's once. I don't know why I don't know why I remember that it was McDonald's, but my older sister said a bad word, and my parents for some reason they immediately said this is because of The Simpsons. You guys can't watch The Simpsons anymore. <laughs> oh. So I don't know how many episodes I missed because of my sister, like, <laughs> uh, just saying a bad word. Like, maybe we're just, like, the Ned Flanders family. Right. But, yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. a real scandal around the show. Years. Yeah, that's, wow. That uh, that never happened to me. Yeah. But well, I, I mean, can... I, I've talked about this before, but I my parents were never, my parents never cared. They let me watch it as much as I wanted. So uh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't actually until South Park came along that my parents, and that, they were, it was just for my little brother. They were like, you can't watch South Park because he wrote some, uh, story in uh, i think he was in like late early junior high maybe and he wrote some story about like a man and a pig having sex what was it was it a woodland critter christmas no it was it was long before like this oh, was in, okay. like season one or two of this oh weird Park. you know there's oh, wow. a there's like a elephant makes love to a pig that's yeah yeah, yeah that's like yeah. season one or something yeah that's hilarious and my brother saw that episode and then somehow wrote a story that had something to do with that except it was a man having sex with a pig so the teachers like got mad at him and my parents got a note home and it's like, here's this kind of things your child is writing. And then he couldn't watch South Park anymore. And now he, uh, he writes movies for a living. So there you go. I feel like South Park just gets blamed for everything. It really did become like the new Simpsons in yeah, America absolutely. in terms of the scandal and controversy. Yeah. Uh, so do you have a favorite episode of the Simpsons? If you had to pick one. Ooh, favorite episode. Um, 
hmm, this is one of those weird situations where I don't know if I want to tell because I don't know <laughs> if I want to do a top ten list someday. Ah, um, fair enough. But I, I don't care. I'll just spoil it right now. I think my favorite episode for right now is uh, Bart Sells His Soul. Okay, yeah. Isn't that coming up on this season? Is this, Yeah, that's season five. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that... Isn't that season seven? Is Oh, oh it might be. Yeah. Oh, no. To be honest, I... <laughs> oh, we're failures. No. no. I, I actually get a lot of season five and season seven episodes mixed up sometimes. There's, there, yeah. I think they're the two best seasons. Yeah. Overall. Um, let me just verify real quick. But uh, yeah, it's uh, fourth episode of season seven. Yeah. There you so go. We got a ways to go before we get you there. You nailed it. <laughs> ah, score one for the No Homers Club nerds. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a that's a. Oh man, that episode is. Where'd you get five bucks? I want five bucks. <laughs> That episode is so quotable. God, just everything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually, um, you made me go back. Your One of your episodes, uh, one of your reviews made me go back and watch a, watch a Simpsons episode that I had uh, not seen in like a really long time and that I forgot how much I loved it. It was um, Abe Simpson and his grumbling grandson and the curse <laughs> of the flying hellfish. Oh, I love oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed your review on that one. I, um, God, that, that episode's funny. Um, and weird too, but in a yeah. really, really good way. Yeah. When I was thinking about that episode, it's just like, nobody ever talks about that episode. Like it never shows up on anybody's like top 10 favorite list yeah. or whatever, but it's like such a weird, like weird bird in the, in the context of the series. Like they just did this one adventure episode. It was like, and made grandpa like this like superhero. Like, really, yeah. And gra- yeah, grandpa's like the superhero that <laughs> you never see again or before. Yeah, it just comes completely out of nowhere, and they like they do the episode, and then they don't really do any more adventure episodes after that. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a bizarre one. I, I really like it, and I I think people kind of they don't really pay attention to it just because it's such a weirdo. That's true. Yeah, and if they were to do another adventure episode, which they they kind of do in the the movie, right? Um, they would make it they would they would make the Burns character uh, an outside guest star. Character. Oh, for sure. Um, which is one of the things that I like the most about that particular episode is that they uh, keep it in the family, basically. Right? Yeah. They they keep it like with established characters that we know, which is also one of the biggest downfalls of the movie. Uh, <laughs> is that of course it should have been Hank Scorpio. Yeah. Of course it should have been <laughs> Hank Scorpio. Um, so it's just Albert Brooks doing someone else. Just doing someone else. Is why Ru- not Russ Cargill? Or yeah, yeah, that's yeah. his name. Why not? Like, and he's got some good lines, but why wouldn't you have Hank Scorpio? Yeah. Um, which do you uh, feel like? Do you feel like they might have messed up the Hank Scorpio character? Like, maybe I'm not giving them enough credit, but I kind of worry, like, if they would have put him in the movie, that everybody would be like, "Oh, look at that horrible Hank Scorpio second appearance." They should just let the character like, yeah. stay good. Yeah, it's, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah, they could have ruined him. Absolutely. <laughs> At that point, it's yeah. just like when they bring back uh not really bring back but kind of bring back frank grimes oh they bring his son his son back or whatever yeah frank grimes jr and then he comes back as a ghost yeah and it's just like it's it's so painful to watch because it's like you you had such a great episode that stood alone really well and then you had to like make a weird continuity with it anyway anyway let's talk about this episode all right let's do it thanks for telling us your story and uh so this episode is uh boy scouts in the hood and Boy uh Scouts you, and the hood and the hood <laughs> play on <laughs> gotta, boys gotta and pronounce the hood. that apostrophe n that's yeah. right yeah gotta love it 
Uh, do we have a uh, synopsis? Sorry, we do. I don't do TV Guide anymore. But... We got a little. We got a little synopsis. Bart, intoxicated from an all syrup squishy, mistakenly joins the Junior Campers, a Boy Scout style organization that is not affiliated with the Boy Scouts of America. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. That's our synopsis. Yeah, and so the first act of this episode is basically all leading up to the big squishy bender and him joining the Junior Campers. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they like they wanted to basically put Bart in the Junior Campers, their you know their Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. and just wanted to. They knew that he would never sign up willingly, so they came up with this whole first act as just a way to like get him in there without having to worry about like actually having him sign up purposefully. This is a really neat episode in that the first act is a is a is kind of a non sequitur act, but also very very much entwined with the whole arc of the story right because mm-hmm. it's all about bart yep right and the entire episode's about bart and eventually homer yep. um but like this this it's not as schizo it's not nearly as schizophrenic as the previous episode right <laughs> yeah the beginning of it kind of reminds me of like almost something like 22 a uh, short scene was a 22 short films uh 22 short films about Springfield in a yeah. way like how it just kind of jumped from place to place how like you start in the arcade and you do like the Homer peanut thing and then like the $20 <laughs> floats all the way back to them you know yeah. it's like a lot, a lot of little like vignettes in the beginning just to get the squishy thing going yeah. remember those arcades guys oh man I miss arcades uh, <laughs> do you I actually do yeah um like I'll still even like things like um Chuck E. Cheese Rucker's Going to places like that is still fun, even though it's completely different now. Like, it's not the same idea. Yeah. Right? Instead of just wasting money for fun, it's wasting money to try and get tickets for shitty prizes. <laughs> but uh, but I still, I don't know, just like something about the, the, the blinking lights and the, like, just putting a coin in the slot and trying things. Yeah, it's just, there's, uh, something, there's something fun about it. You're a big fan of gambling. That's, well. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> you promised you wouldn't bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what it is, though. Oh, you yeah, know that, 100%, right? Yeah. It's just gambling that's for why I'm children. Worried, that's why I'm worried about ever actually going to, like, Vegas or, like, to... Even, like, I went to a casino for more or less the first time uh, last year and tried gambling there. But, to be honest, it didn't It didn't quite do it as much for me because I, I didn't get enough... Uh, uh, I basically, basically, I sucked at it. Like, right, I'd, put, sure, I'd yeah. put something in and it'd be like, you lose, try again with more money. I'm like, oh... But like Janelle would try, and it'd be like, like she puts in you know a dollar, and she gets five dollars back, and I'm like, what? And so I'm like, let me try, and it's like, no, clearly you lose you're doing everything. Something wrong. Yeah, so so clearly I suck, and so I didn't get as much of a thrill versus like at least at the you know Rutgers and places, it's like no matter what you do, you get like at least one ticket. And right. So you're like, yeah. oh, well, I got to try again and get maybe I'll get two tickets this time. <laughs> what can I? What can I get for three thousand tickets? You can get this mustache comb. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Uh, I know I have a gambling problem. <laughs> I just know it. Okay, good. Uh, and I give, like, I've been to a casino a couple of times, and I just give my wallet to Allie. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, give me $20 and no more than that. No matter what I tell I will you. ask for more. <laughs> just don't. So, she, so does she just cut you off after a while? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> she She has to. Yeah. Or else I'll spend $200. It's it's just something that I know that I will live with. Yeah. Which is why I only ever bring $10 to poker night. Good, Good thinking. <laughs> yeah, everything else is on credit, and you guys don't take Visa. No, well, so, I will. Yeah, don't tell me that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, well, let's all, all uh, praise Gambler. Oh, my 
Oh my god, I'm What's so that? embarrassed. What's happening? What's, I just what got, does that sound? I just got a text message. On your computer? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering what that random bell was like, whether that's like just like a jingle that goes off every time Greg talks about his gambling addiction or Yeah. <laughs> or just like we've 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 run this segment too long, get back on topic. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the it's the back on track ding. That's right. Oh yeah, Boy Scouts <laughs> in the Hood. How about my how about my dinner with Andre video game? Oh guys? my god, I love that so much. Tell me more. So more. And uh, what is it, Bon Mo and uh, flippin flip, flippant remark, trenchant, trenchant insight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> flippant remark. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. This is a that's a joke that I didn't get until like within the last five years when I finally saw that movie. But uh, well, because you're best friends with James, and <laughs> yes, and it's one of his favorite. Movies. He'll make you watch it. Not this James, not the James we ha- currently have on the podcast. I've never even seen that movie. I don't think. Oh really? It's good. I, I mean, saw, it's... I saw the community parody yeah. of that movie. Yeah, I I think I still saw that before I saw the movie as well, but. It's it's good. Like it's it's a great movie. It's uh, especially if you're like interested in like writing and theater and stuff. So, um, but uh, but it is. It's literally just like two guys talking in a restaurant booth for an hour and a half. So, be prepared for that if you ever do want to watch it. But it's good. Like it's good writing. So, um, but yeah. So uh, we also we also get uh, a Terminator game, I believe, in the arcade uh, in the background as a. Uh, Little uh, preview of uh, reference desk, but uh, yeah, eventually they run out of money and they get kicked out, and uh, they go on their squishy bender. Um, one of our uh, musical moments in the show. God. Oh, sorry, you're right. I'll get back <laughs> it on track. It is a jingle. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to turn it off. <laughs> Why? Greg wasn't even talking about his gambling that time. <laughs> Why does everybody want to talk to me right now? <laughs> Don't they know Stop you're being busy? So popular. <laughs> I need to get away from it all. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right. Con- I, might, I might continue. You want me to I, keep I, going? Yeah. All right. You're I'm now around invisible. Okay. Whatever that means. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get our first—not first. Not first uh, we get one of uh, one of many musical moments in the show. Once again, with uh, Springfield, Springfield. Now, uh, you uh, you have a, a Simpsons mystery about where Springfield is located, correct? Yep. Yeah. Um, is this one of the moments that kind of helps paint the picture, in a sense? Uh, not the fact really. That they're close I didn't to New really York? use that as part of my thing. I guess they say like New York is that away, man. I guess. Yeah, I just I don't know. When I was watching it this time, I just kind of like that. Just kind of sparked in my brain that like maybe that's like you know another little tiny clue that. They're close enough to New York to mention it. I mean, he d- they do drive to New York in the season nine episode as well. So, you know, they take the bus. Do and they... you can take the bus all the way. Oh, yeah, right. they take the bus because his car is there. Yeah, and they but then they drive home. Yeah, with the boot on the car. He gets the boot off. <laughs> right. You really After... haven't seen that. I don't episode like it that much. Yeah, I know you don't. I love that episode. <laughs> oh, I don't really like that episode too, and I get so much shit about it on the YouTube <laughs> channel. To be honest, so yeah, I think I got like. Twice as many dislikes as likes on that one. Right <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, uh, season nine in general is very hit or miss for me, and that's just a, a miss. I don't, I don't know, it's just a little too wacky, a little too, yeah. That's what I have to say about that. Great. Thanks. Thanks, Greg. Good, good, in, good trenchant insight. <laughs> yeah, that was a bon mole, actually. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so anyway, so. We move into uh, the junior camper segment, as it were. Yeah, Act Two. Bart joins the junior campers, and breakfast is orange mush. 
Gross. I'm sorry. I just yeah. like I like watching what the Simpsons eat sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's usually funny. some kind of mush because yeah. it's easy to animate. Yeah, um, it's so often just a, just like a just, just a pile of a pile of mush. gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gray. Gray, white, whatever. <laughs> um, and so Bart is uh, horrified to know that he has joined the Gunier. Go- Junior, he's the Goonie. Uh, <laughs> the Goonies. He's the, the Goonies. The Junior Campers, and now he goes to school and he tries to weasel out of his uh, his 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 responsibilities yes. because that's what separates Separate. us from the animals, except for the weasel, of course. Um, and luckily for him, all he did was join the Junior Campers because Milhouse did something far worse <laughs> and got a <laughs> naughty word shaved on his head. Question to the room. What do we think that word was? Oh my gosh. Well, not to be too topical, but maybe it's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> what is with you people and that word? Uh, Especially you Republicans. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, wow, we that's have, very topical now. Yes. <laughs> we have fun I, at I their I think they're going to talk about that tonight, actually. Perfect. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's probably just uh, I it, okay. So like as a kid watching this, obviously that's something that I'll, I always thought of. Like, what word could it be? And it was like actually like an exciting thing as a kid to like try and like figure it out because they never actually say it, um, which is weird because now if like things like that happen, I'm like I'm like I want to know what it is and like internet tell me. Um, but as a kid, it's like you know it's a fun mystery. But I always just assumed it was something one of the basic ones, as it were. I kind of like the awkwardness of the joke, too. Like, they obviously phrasing it that way because, yeah. like, they can't say the bad word <laughs> on the show. But, like, just Skinner is like, what is it with you kids and that word? Like, I, it's, like, it's really, like, thou shall not be said kind of thing. Yeah, well, it's, and I love I love Skinner's way of phrasing it, too. I don't know. Just, like, it seems like the perfect Skinner moment where he's just like, what, like, and that word, like, it happens to him all the time. Like, <laughs> he just sees it every day. Oh, and he's yeah. like, ah, oh, it's had enough. It, and then he's going to shave him bald, so he knows that hair is, is it, a... Is it fuck? Is that what it is? I mean, that's what would, that would make the most sense, That would be really easy to shave into your head. It's tr- you're right. Wait, what word wouldn't be easy to shave into your head? Pussy. Okay. <laughs> Those S's, man. Those S's. You're right, you're right. <laughs> right? Like, I, I feel like that's what it it's is. Like it's not cursive. Like, it's not... It's, <laughs> anything's easy to... Shave into your head, arguably. He used block letters. Yeah. Anything's easy. <laughs> but no ampersands in there. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think it's the f bomb. I mean that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but that's one of the beauties is that we're never meant to know. Yeah, yeah. I just like theorizing, postulating, of course, wildly speculating. <laughs> uh, so. I actually have a question for both of you. Uh, have either of you done like Boy Scouts or anything like that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. James, what what do they call, what do they call the Boy Scouts in Canada? Is it still Boy Scouts? Of it America is, yeah. It's is just it's the Boy Scouts of Canada. Boy yeah. Scouts Association of Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. Copycats. Yeah, just pretty like much. Ours. <laughs> I mean, I think they started at the same time. Oh, okay. Ish. So we have like a weird. So like. I know you guys have stuff like uh, Eagle Scouts. There it is again. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Get back on track. Tell everyone to quit messaging you. <laughs> or don't have your computer hooked up to your text messages. I can't not do it. It's Thanks a lot, Apple. Steve Jobs. Uh, end to end. End to end integration. Yeah. 
I hate it. Um, I think I know what to do. Okay, I'll good. just put that at front. Now it's okay. not gonna. It's not gonna bing. It's not gonna bing anymore. Anyway, I so figured we, it out. So I know you guys have like Eagle Scouts and stuff like that. We basically just have, like, we have beavers. Is like the first thing you join when you're really young, and then beavers. Yeah, beavers. <laughs> like our national animal, you know, <laughs> the noble beaver. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm being 100 serious. Like, yeah. you start like I was in. I was in beavers. And then you move up to Cubs. I was in Cubs. I never got Green past Cubs. Cubs. Okay, yeah. so after Cubs, you go into Scouts, which is like just the kind of normal one, as it were. Um, and then after that is Ventures. Ventures. Yeah, and then I think Ooh. there's something after that as well, but I never got that far. Eagle so. Scouts. No, that's you're thinking of America again. Right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. I think you become... Um, you can become a leader. I like, th- yeah, I think my you dad become was a, a, leader. a failure. Oh, all right. <laughs> after you Should, Shouldn't the beaver be the top... Top station in Canada. If that's well, you would, national yeah, because it's like, the national that be the top. You'd yeah, think, ever. you'd think so. I think maybe there was some kind of meeting, and they're like, "We, you guys, we can't do that. We can't to make to our. We can't youth. make essentially grown men <laughs> wear beaver hats. Yeah, because we have little, hat, little, little yeah. bucket hats with beaver tails in the back. Yeah, they, yeah, it's very, very silly. Yeah, Canada, much like our country. Yes, <laughs> we're not even a real really country anyway. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I, you know. I was never actually in the scouts myself, to be honest. Like, I kind of took the weird stance that Bart did, where one of my, like, my best friend in elementary school was in the scouts, and he always tried to get me to join. But yeah. I always just thought it was strange to me for yeah. some reason. Like, <laughs> like that, like they would tell me, like, oh, we go into the woods and we like pitch a tent and stuff like that. And then I got asked, like, well, then what do you do? Do you just like sit around? And they're like, oh no, we learn how to tie knots. And, stuff. and I'm like, <laughs> why do I want to learn how to tie knots? Like. Like I want to play Super Nintendo, not tie, not tie knot. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I I mean, I I did the whole gamut, and it uh, very little of it as have I retained. So maybe that's my own failings, or maybe it's the the Boy Scouts of Canada's failings. But yeah, I learned to tie a whole bunch of knots. I learned how to make fire. I learned how to trap wild animals. And if I had to survive in the woods right now, I probably would die. So. <laughs> So they did a great job. Yeah, so they really taught me well. Well, you'd make it one more day than I would. So yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I guess it's kind of interesting seeing Bart's, uh, journey in this episode because he starts obviously, you know, thinking it's like super nerdy and for losers. And then the more he kind of learns, it's like, oh, we have to play with knives. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And during the entire second act over a very short period of time, um, Bart becomes a pretty fantastic outdoorsman, yeah. contributing to the theory that Bart is actually a very gifted boy. Oh, absolutely. When he is interested. Yep. Um, this is why Bart's character in the Golden Age is fascinating to me. Yeah. There's the, like the itchy and scratchy moment where he's like, you know, yeah. should have tied him with a cross hitch instead of a sheet bend. Yeah. And uh, like I couldn't tell you what those are right now. I, I remember. Think you, I remember I, those. I think you quoted it wrong. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> so there you yeah. go. <laughs> but like those types of knots, I remember learning to tie, and I couldn't tell you what they were, especially on a, like a cartoon. I wouldn't be able to tell. So he's very smart. And Bart uh, seems to only become really smart though when he realizes like what kind of mischief that he can do with it. Like, like yeah. this stuff is like totally pointless to him until he realizes that he can totally like destroy his father with this information. Yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, a nice well, little running no, game. no, because he, he only uses this information against his father when his father's an asshole to him. Oh, God, he's such an asshole in this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty insufferable. Um, 
Do you guys? I, uh, this is a random question. Do you guys think that Homer like actually crosses into the line of like being jerkass Homer in this episode? I think when he, I was like watching it back, he's like just such an insufferable ass yeah. the whole way through. But he still doesn't like get to actual jerkass territory. Yeah, I think I think that it's it's very close for me. It's it's like on the cusp. I think what makes it uh, work and not become jerkass for me is that he more or less he's more or less surrounded by multiple other people most of the time so he never gets to go full jerk ass if that makes sense like he's stopped by like ned or marge or lisa and so he he gets to that point like even when he which is actually one of my favorite parts of the episode when he first sees bart reading the knife book and he's like oh it's leader of the boner patrol (laughs) boning up on his nerd lessons likes his bookie work yeah like that's hilarious, but yeah. it's such like he, he what like he's, why is he doing he's that? He's bullying his son. His, his son is just reading a book in his room, and he just comes in like, "Hey, look at this idiot!" And it's it's awful, but it's so funny. Yeah, I think it's like the childishness that really works for it because like like Dolph and Kearney and Jimbo are like basically exactly the same as Homer. Like Homer right. is acting like a ten year old or twelve year old child. Yeah, that's true. And then I think what, like what what comes the closest to jerkass for me is when they're trying to survive on the raft. Yep. When he's like, oh, when he's you know, washing his socks. Yeah, washing his socks and like uh, drinking the seawater and all that stuff. When you're just like, and he's like, oh, excuse me, Mister Flynn. And you're like, this is in your church. Was it one of your church uh, firing? Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing that that actually makes that uh, I think not descend into jerk ass Homer is the fact that it's Flanders. Yeah, that's oh, true. Oh yeah, and that's who it's he kinda, is. Yeah, it's kind of accepted Flanders. that he will always be that way to Flanders. Yeah, he's <laughs> always, always, always just awful to Flanders. And you do get some like nice moments of Homer as well in the episode, uh, even though it's mostly him being an asshole. Like when he gives Bart the knife, even though he stole it from Ernest Borgnine, <laughs> um, and uh, you know leading them to to safety with his his nose, his sniffer, um, and yeah, so it's it's not. There's never a point for me where it's like, oh, he's just being a jerk for no reason. Like it's it's not necessarily deserved, but it's understandable at least with the character. Yeah. So, so it's not too bad. But he is, <laughs> there's no doubt about it that he's an asshole in this episode. Um, but I do like also that he gets kind of his comeuppance in a sense with all the floor pie and apple pie that he keeps getting fallen for. But yeah. Anyway. Um, floor pie. Floor, floor pie. Uh, <laughs> that's actually one of my favorite moments too. Is when this is the animation of him swinging back and oh, forth. Oh, and he's so sad. And he's like trying to reach for it still, even though he's it's like he's like, well, at least I can have this pie maybe still. And then the dog comes, eats it in two bites, and, like before he's even swung back. And so he's just like, oh. <laughs> He's so sad. That's great. Um, <laughs> At least he gets the second pie in the in the driveway. That's true. Yeah, even if he's in a pit and probably his legs are broke. There's there's a couple of uh, just um, uh, sporadic jokes in the uh, uh, second act that I that I'd like to comment on before we move on completely. And um, the it's mostly the knife jokes. Uh, specifically, don't do what Donnie don't does. <laughs> oh, that joke is so great. Yeah, um, I th- I think that's just that that's just really great. Um, the whole preaching 
knife safety when like come on guys we <laughs> don't all, stab your cat with yeah, a knife we all know I, what... I love the tagline of him being like oh we can't do any fun things with it. <laughs> like when literally the last image is a kid stabbing a cat yeah <laughs> i like that like the idea that like he's like oh boy a knife i could i could slingshot it i could yeah. stab my... like those are the things he's already thinking of and then so when he reads a book he's like ah oh, dang it they, yeah they told me i can't uh and the um the appendix oh man the appendix man um so confession time i saw this episode and actually thought that appendixes exploded the way they do oh in this episode really for a long like longer than i care to admit oh wow before i realized oh that's just a funny joke that's not how human anatomy works <laughs> so you thanks a lot simpsons you right before this didn't you <laughs> yeah I, t- I just looked it up today <laughs> but yeah like i i legit thought like because I mean, they use the word burst, right? Yeah, and that's like a, a legit thing that they use in the medical community, as far yeah. as I'm aware. And so, just that word associated with the exploding appendix in this episode made me always think, "Oh, someone's appendix is about to burst. That's terrifying. Get it out of them right now." <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so which I mean, arguably, it is still terrifying, just not quite so to that degree. I love how he just like holds up the knife afterwards and like the whole audience just like appreciates it appreciates it in awe you know it's just like cheers. it's like the inanimate carbon carbon rod almost yeah yeah and then the guy who got his appendix taken out stands <laughs> buttons his shirt up and is fine <laughs> he's so super casual yeah i love that he's thank, like, you, thank you doctor <laughs> just very good writing yeah and the that whole montage is great. Like the, you know, oh, Bart, I could share this, these goodies with you. And then <laughs> the bullies just... They just steal they it, straight of up course. steal it. Here's a knife. Um, and then, and I like uh, how he just walks right away from it, just kind of <laughs> awkwardly, like, well, done with this joke, and he yeah, walks over. he's just like, all right, moving on. See what else is on this ironic street. It's the same street that Homer or Marge drives down in uh, Life in the Fast Lane. Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She, uh, remember she's, like, thinking about cheating on Homer, more or less? Uh-huh. And she drives down the street, and there's, like, the old people on the bench holding hands. Uh-huh. And there's the Halloween decorations with the two skeletons holding hands. There's people in the diner kissing. Oh, yeah. And so she's, like, uh, in, in a later episode, I believe, the, like, clip show where they talk about love, um, she mentions, she's, like, it's a good thing I drove down that ironic street, or, <laughs> or I never would have went oh. back to Homer or whatever. So, anyway, it, that was a deep pull. Sorry, guys. Doesn't he say, like, I don't want you seeing this yeah. jock guy <laughs> anymore? Yeah, when he first learns about him. So yeah. he's like, Marge, I don't want you ever seeing this jock again. Uh, that's the that's the only funny part of that clip show. <laughs> it's the love one, right? Yeah, it's the yeah. one all about love. Yeah. yeah, that one's terrible. Yeah, well, they all are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so uh, I also want to mention, I'm pretty sure the scene with Hans Molman is cut for syndication. Really? Yeah, because I remember watching this episode a lot as a kid, and it just being those two moments of knife appreciation, not the, uh, you know, uh, Crocodile Dundee reference. Okay. Uh, I w- whenever I see that joke, I always wonder if it's, like, a perspective thing where the knife looks really big because he's pointing at the camera, and he just, like, <laughs> slowly falls over. Right. Like, gets me every single time. And it's got one of the down I goes, yeah. which we've talked about <laughs> before, is a carryover from Radio Plays. That uh, Hank Azaria, or sorry, uh, Harry Shearer brought over. Yeah. Uh, oh, down, down I go. go. Which is just so funny. 
I yep. like when people say that as they fall over. It's the perfect way to describe what's happening. Well, that's what's happening. Yeah, it's, you're right. Yeah. When uh, in, in in radio, Occam's razor is the best way to go. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so eventually we go on this uh, father son rafting trip. Oh, God, this is so funny. And we're introduced to special guest in the guest house today. That's right. Ernest Borgnine, who you may remember as Sergeant Fatso Jensen from the film From Here to Eternity. Yay! And all the kids remember him. Oh, they all know him for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> all the kids know Ernest Borgnine from From Here to Eternity. Uh, it's so Have great. you seen that movie? Have I, no. Me neither. No, I haven't. I've seen um, Hollywoodland, though. What's that? And it's heavily featured in that movie. Okay. Yeah. It's about um, Ben Affleck playing Superman. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember that movie. Yeah, I playing. never watched it. And he's, he bangs Superman's mom in the new Superman. Diane Lane? Yeah, Diane Lane. That's weird. It's awesome. <laughs> okay. It's like one of those. It's one of those fun facts, fun crossovers. Yeah. Like, did you know that the Joker and uh, uh, Robin were in high school together in Ten Things I Hate About You? Oh, they totally were. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> wow, the DC continuity is really weird now. <laughs> uh, Somehow this okay. is Julia Stiles' fault. I'm not sure how. Yeah. Well, most things are, especially season five of Dexter. Oh God. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired. All right. Um, I admit I don't really like. I I know who Ernest Borgnine is. Like I know that he was in Marty, but I really like don't know anything about him to be honest. Like to me, like he's just like a friendly grandpa type in this episode. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of how like if anyone ever you like tells me something or like says the the name Ernest Borgnine, I'm like, oh, the guy from The Simpsons. Like that's <laughs> what, that's yeah. what I know him from. <laughs> Sorry, Ernest, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I, like, I know things he was in, but most of his movies I haven't seen. Like, I know Marty, uh, won Best Picture, but I've never seen it. Yeah. So. And, and I like how, like, how little shtick there is to his performance. Like, they don't come in and, like, do, like, a big Marty parody, for example. Like, he's just kind of, mm. like, he, like, comes in, he does just a bunch of fun stuff, and you, and you like him. He just tells funny jokes and is awkward around the kids. Like, and it's great no how, it. it's great how he's introduced to, where it's like, you know, I'm sorry you don't have a dad. And he's <laughs> like, oh, it's okay, my older brother. No, Ernest Borgnine is gonna, <laughs> <laughs> hooray! <laughs> it's like, it's like such a weird, like, uh, you think it'd be something, like, exciting for the kid, but in reality, he's like, no, I don't, like, I don't want this strange man and their rafting trip gets exceptionally dark. I love all the cuts back to their trip. Yeah, while Homer and them are out at sea. Yeah, um, it's but... um, it's it's it might be my favorite part of the episode. Just the cutbacks to the Ernest Borgnine rafting expedition. Yep, because we get treats of uh, deliverance, uh, grizzly bear attack, <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth. Yep. Um, wow. <laughs> Do you Although, notice how, like, none of the parents are around anymore, like, during the grizzly attack and then at the very end? And, like, did they all get murdered in the woods or something? Yeah, like, so I think what happens is... In the the hillbillies get yeah, them. Yeah, the hillbillies get them all except for Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I'm sure the grizzly probably eats a couple of the kids. Yeah. Because uh, he doesn't have his knife. And then so they finally escape and make up camp, and then everyone else gets killed by Freddy. Or, yeah. sorry, from uh, Jason. Yeah. So that's why we never see Ernest Borgnine or any of those kids ever again, because they're dead. Yeah, they're all dead. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I told you it got dark. <laughs> now I suddenly feel sad. 
And the thing is, those are the sweetest kids, yeah, too. Yeah, they're all very nice. Yeah, and they're very, very cute. Especially that one guy. I love the one Don't kid. Don't hurt me. Yeah, who, <laughs> who gives mouth to mouth to Bart and then <laughs> has the spork. Uh, his voice is one of my favorites. He's like, should I keep doing it? It don't hurt me. <laughs> you notice they give all the kids, like, the weird and awkward voices. I don't know if, like, the writers are making a commentary about, like, that awkward kids join the Boy Scouts or something. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, like, every single kid in there just seems kind of off. They definitely do. Um, I, I would guess they are trying to say that mostly awkward kids join junior campers. I mean, I will say most of the fellow scouts in my scout troop were really awkward kids. I would say normal, like normal and awkward kids join. Awkward what is, what kids, is normal, Greg? Awkward, well, socially adjusted okay. and uh, adaptable kids here. join, and the awkward, socially inept ones stay. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait a minute. Right? <laughs> I stayed. For how long, though? Most of my Until childhood. you were in Cubs? No. Beavers, Cubs, Scouts, and Ventures. Oh, you were in Ventures? I told you that. Well, I rest my case. All right. <laughs> We've known each other for 10 years. Trying to get me to join so many times. Like, <laughs> did he just look at me like, you're an awkward kid. You should join. Yeah. I actually, like, uh, it was, there was, so this is a little, another tangent confession, but when I was in Boy Scouts, Scandal. there was a, hmm? Scandal. No. Uh, when I was in Boy Scouts, uh, the first time I ever, like, even heard about Dungeons & Dragons was in Boy Scouts. Because we were on a camping trip, and a bunch of the kids were in one of the bigger tents playing Dungeons and & Dragons. And I and I found out, and I was like, oh, like, that sounds like something really cool. So I went into the tent, and I was like, hey, like, can I, can I join? Can I play with you guys? And the kid who was the, like, dungeon master was so annoyed at the prospect of me having to join. Like, he was like, well, you have to create a character first. And I was like, okay, how do I do that? And he's like, ah, well, and it, I was just, eventually I was just like, okay, it's okay, it's too complicated, I'll leave. And so I never played Dungeons and Dragons for most of my life because of that. What a of, dill hole. Yeah, so, mm. like. And he turned like, you off of it forever. Yeah, I played it again, or I played it for the first time, like, with uh, Kyle, or not Kyle, uh, Ian and Jocelyn and a bunch of those, uh, Dave Gabbert, um, and Jenna Gabbert, you know, a bunch of yeah, those people. Yeah. And I remember, like, this is awesome. Like, I wish I could have enjoyed this in my youth instead of when I'm in university. But Dungeons and Dragons is fun. It is. It's, it's hilarious, yeah. but it's fun. So, anyway. So that's my weird confession that even the nerdy kids and scouts didn't want me to play with them. So, well, I that's don't how much think of an awkward were, kid I was. I don't think you were nerdy enough. <laughs> maybe. I was pretty nerdy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Still am. Maybe you were too well adjusted to play. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, anyway. Let's move on. <laughs> drudge up any more of my past scars uh do you want to uh head on over to the reference desk sure let's go there do, 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 do. nicely done thanks i uh I, I appreciate you going to falsetto for that it's <laughs> the only way i can do it yeah man uh so uh martin prince is bl- is playing the uh my dinner with andre of course um other games at the arcade include a game based on the terminator um, Springfield, Springfield is a, of course, reference to the musical number New York, New York. Um, there's the uh, Crocodile Dundee. This is a knife scene. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a little uh, self reference as Ernest Borgnine introduces himself like Troy McClure does. Yeah. Like you may remember Hi, me kids. from. Yeah. Um, and uh, Homer sings Sugar Sugar by the Archies. 
Uh, yeah. Such a great opener to the third act. I love that. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, so one thing that Homer says in this episode is water, water everywhere, so let's all have a drink. Definitely, which is a misquote. Definitely a misquote of, from the rhyme of the ancient mariner. Uh, and do you know what the real quote is? Tell me. So a lot of people think that it's uh, water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink. Okay. Um, but the real quote... Oh, it's, it's not that? I actually no. thought that it was. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things like beam me up, Scotty, um, that, you know, has just become like the... But no one ever said it. Nobody ever said that, yeah. yeah. Um, hold on, I ha- I lost the tab that I had it open with. But it's, uh, so it's still, so the full uh, quote, there's actually two parts to it. Don't read the entire rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, please. We don't have another 30 minutes? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so it's uh, water, water everywhere, and all the boards did shrink. Water, water everywhere, n- nor any drop to drink. Uh, nor any drop to yeah, drink. That's not as good. <laughs> so he I fixed think, it. I, yeah, I feel like people like changed it, not because they like were like you know mistaken, but they're like, ah, it just sounds better if I say it this way. It sounds... We're not, we don't live in the ancient, ancient uh, 1700s Well, or no, it because written. it sounds better when you say it just like that out of context right right because nora dropped to drink it's because he's comparing it with the sentence he said previously right, right? Yes. Yeah. not a like water water everywhere not a drop to drink that makes sense on its on its own water water everywhere nora dropped to drink makes no sense on its own because <laughs> you have to be comparing it to something because that's what the nora is in there for it's basic grammar people all right, all right. <laughs> it's in revelations people so yeah so samuel taylor coleridge who wrote that poem yes he did we fixed it so you're welcome. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, Deliverance, particularly the dueling banjos. Ding, 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 they ding, even ding. use the music. <laughs> um, and then, of course, <laughs> Friday the 13th. Yeah, so <laughs> that, I, that that's a, a horror series I never really watched. Me neither. So I've I actually didn't the, get that reference for a long time. Yeah, I've seen the first, uh, I've seen uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. And scream mm-hmm. and like all of the like big classic ones except for Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I've even seen. I Halloween. remember. Se- I remember seeing this episode when I was really little, and like that ending, like the ending where like just like something comes out of the woods and scares him. Like it made completely no sense to me when I was little. Like just yeah. like they're going along, they're going along, and then suddenly just like something attacks them. Like yeah, like, and then it, it doesn't even try to explain it. It's just cut. It literally cut to credits immediately, and you're like, oh, okay. I was I, like, what the hell is that? I was actually, when I was a little kid, scared of that part. Yeah. And I think, really I think I... You don't know the reference. Yeah, it is. I think I thought it was an Aliens reference when I was a kid. Totally. Because yeah. it seemed like and the, music. the kind of thing yeah. Yeah, that it would do. Or like Predator, like one of those. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that, that felt closer, but it's definitely it's Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. Yeah, the music. Well, well, I had thought originally that it was one of the Deliverance guys, like, went back and, like, <laughs> found them or something, because, like, they show them, like, right. all shadowy, and I thought, like, the two scenes were supposed to connect together, so I was like, who are those guys? Yeah, that like, makes sense. The, yeah. Like, it was really absurd and weird to me. <laughs> that's the that's the I difficult like... thing of, like, an entire side, basic side plot of references, right? Yeah. Nothing really conjoins together, <laughs> which is, it works. It's It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And we're still in that era where they don't really, like, lampshade the reference too much. Like, they don't have, like, a guy with a hockey mask on. Like, they let the reference, like, this is clearly Friday the 13th. We're talking about, like, a kid's abandoned camp. But they don't just, like, spell it out for us. They, like, like which I guess makes it kind of weird if you don't get the reference. But, like, there's still, like, a level of subtlety to what they're doing. Yeah, it makes it, make, it, it almost makes it work better because if you don't, and I think we've talked about this before, if, 
where they they don't spell out the reference too much makes it less of a less of a big deal if you don't get the reference because it still just works as just like oh something creepy attacked them that's kind of funny in and of itself i guess um and if you get the reference it's just an added added level to it it's not you know something that you need to know in order to understand it like uh dare i say a lot of family guy references um, dare dare I, I dare where you if you don't understand the reference it's just something bizarre that happened but if you get the reference and you're like oh that's like that old uh dog food commercial with the little wagon you know what i'm talking about i actually don't okay it was yeah, in like, I'm like trying to uh, <laughs> compile this. In like the early season of Family Guy, like the first season, I think there's a part where uh, Brian just like runs after this little wagon that like is in the living room, and it goes into the cupboard, and then oh, he opens yeah. it and it's his dog food. And he's like, like someday, someday, and, and like, that's a what? reference to an old dog food commercial. Oh, yeah, from the eighties, probably. Because, because, do you remember the eighties? Like Seth MacFarlane fucking does. <laughs> But I remember seeing that uh, in Family Guy and just being like, what the hell just happened? And I didn't think it was funny. I just thought it was weird. Yeah, it's super weird. And then when I looked it up, I'm like, oh, okay, that's why it happened. Still not funny. Yeah, I I don't find it funny now. I just understand why it happened. Yeah, it's just bad writing. But that's why I I appreciate a lot of the early Simpsons uh, movie references is that they... They can work on their own. It's well just good enough. writing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is what makes the classic era great: good writing. Yeah, <laughs> that and only that. That's it. That's about it, really. Yeah, no voice performances. No, they're terrible. Also, the animators are fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Yeah. Whatever. Mm, passable. Um. So, favorite joke. Favorite joke. My favorite is still um, Egghead Lex's bookie book. I just, I don't know, something about just, when you think about it, he's just sitting there reading, and Homer just peeks his head in, and just immediately is like, well, look at this loser, and he just like, tears into him so quickly, it's just, it's really funny to me. Yeah, it's 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 hilarious, and he's yeah. such a shithead. It's so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's just prancing around. <laughs> and like, Marge stops him, but like, only barely. <laughs> God. It really seems like Marge is given nothing to do in this episode other than just, like, keep her husband in line, like, with that part and then, like, with the whole steak thing earlier in the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's actually, uh, uh, thank you for reminding me about that. That's what I wanted to mention as well. Is I think that, I actually say that a lot of the time <laughs> when someone's like, you know, what do you want for dinner? I'll be like, steak? And then if they say anything other than okay steak, I'll say steak again just because I think it's really funny. And they'll be like, what are you doing? That doesn't annoy anybody, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> nah. I always wonder if Marge actually does go out and get steak <laughs> and just buy like, steak. She's just because, like, because like, does she just like have completely given up on Homer, or does she just like <laughs> finally just give in and just buy him steak? She just goes and gets like the che- like hamburger meat or something and says it's steak. Like here, here's your steak, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine would mine would be the um, oh god, I wrote it down. Um, the uh, Homer's comeuppances every time because like. Uh, Homer gets paid back karmically in this, in this episode, uh, when he's, when he insults Bart, Bart traps him like a wild animal and then draw, puts a hole in their driveway 
which must have cost like a thousand dollars to repair. Uh, and then when he's making fun of him again, the chair he's sitting on just collapses oh, in on itself. That moment's brilliant. Yeah, stupid poetic justice. Exactly. Yeah, learning um, how to make crappy furniture. Yeah, and then it breaks as he's sitting in it, and not. Oh man, the way it breaks too, it like collapses in on itself, yeah, so it, it like traps him. I love it. Yeah, that's that's probably uh, that's my favorite little series of of gags, uh, James. Oh God! Like I knew you guys were going to ask me this, and there's, <laughs> there's just such so many heavy hitters in this that's episode. Um, say a couple. The, the one that made me laugh the most was probably like the sea captain thing with the boat, <laughs> where, where he's just like, "Here's the vessel. Like it's a it's great for the sea," and then it just like immediately sinks into the water and he just <laughs> hangs his head and he's like, "Yar, I don't know what I'm doing." <laughs> Just so, like, crestfallenly. That's, uh, yeah, I love... <laughs> the sea captain in general, I don't know, like, he he's used so sparingly that every time he appears, I more or less love what he does. That moment is one of my favorites of his, as well as um, I hate the sea and everything in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> and then, of course, we talked about uh, his first appearance and a scene that was cut for syndication where he's like, you know, more iced tea. Yeah, sure. Yar! <laughs> he just like laughs while pouring it. It's so bizarre. I love it. Yeah, he's a 100% bizarre character like Bumblebee Man. Yep. Um, but I think is actually funnier than Bumblebee Man because he's actually used even spar- more sparingly than Bumblebee Man. And uh, I mean, I have watched most of every season, even though I don't remember most of them. And I don't think, you know, like Sea Captain or Bumblebee Man have been given episodes yet. Which is awesome. Which is great because. That's the death of a character a lot of the time. I'm kind of surprised they haven't done one for the sea captain yet. He can't, he seems like the kind of character they would do one for. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's it's one of those things that it's entirely possible they have that I just uh, either don't remember or haven't seen that episode yet. I've seen up to season 26, I think, um, sadly. Huh. Uh, well, one I told you about this, how one like summer yeah, when I was working yeah. at the box office where yeah. I couldn't do much except for watch movies and TV all day. Uh, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to watch every single episode of The Simpsons. And I just like powered through it. And if you, if I had to tell you one of the uh, episodes in that span, I probably couldn't. Like, oh, there's one where Bart was a farmer, I think. There's one where he Mr. Totally Burns. He totally was. He joined the 4-H club. Sure. There's one where Mr. Burns oh, was yeah, a prisoner. Oh, yeah. like a girl. There's like a Green Mile reference. Yeah. 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 I remember all So like, that. I know snippets of a bunch of things, but yeah. I, that was not a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> It's one where Maggie, like, is some Da Vinci Code thing. Some Da Vinci Code, like, secret. Yeah, I remember that one. That one, I actually own that Oh, yeah, that, that, one. that was the one where they had, like, weird puzzles before the commercial yeah. breaks for you to do. Like, the fox, like, oh my... duck, uh, corn across the river puzzles. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so gimmicky. <laughs> so, anyway, so what what uh, what do we think of this episode, guys? We talked about it a lot, but, uh, I mean, for me, it's it's one of my more memorable ones. It's... Uh, obviously tying in with the scouts and my own scout background mm-hmm. helps, but it's also just really funny. Um, Homer is a little mean, but not quite jerk ass. So it's okay. And uh, it's a, it's a good Bart episode because like you said, it kind of portrays him as uh, someone who can get things done when he puts his mind to it. And that's what I like about his character. So, so I really like this episode. What, uh, what do you guys think? This is what happens it, when Bart is given like some of like the best Bart material. I think you can get a memorable episode with really, really great jokes and you'll also get some fun insights to Bart's character. And in the best Bart episodes, you'll also see him team up with Homer in uh, fun 
in, in some sort of fun way. Uh, so yeah, this this episode um, wouldn't make a top ten list of mine, but it, I definitely enjoy revisiting it over and over and over again. Oh yeah, I definitely agree. This is like there's just so many memorable moments in this one. It's just fun across the board. Like it's the kind of episode that you watch where you see like Bart and Homer hanging out together and just like recognize what dynamic and fun characters they are. Like it's really like showcasing what makes them so compelling to watch. Just like like how much Homer is such an ass in the episode, but he's still endearing in his like childlike way. Yeah. And how Bart is kind of smart and kind of sneaky, but like but also um but also just wants to raise hell at the same time. There, like there's a there's a lot in it that that is just fun to come back to. They really kind of remind me of Rocky and Bullwinkle in this episode. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> in like a just a strange mixed up way. Sure, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, I guess that'll pretty much do it for this episode. Yeah, let's end it with no fanfare. Goodbye, everyone. Oh, I'm <laughs> kidding, of what course. What are you doing? Godspeed, little duel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the YouTube channel, once again, is The Real Gyms. And uh, you put out a new episode of something every month. <laughs> is that what you're on yeah, now? Every, every couple of weeks or so, yeah. Okay, cool. Um and like, comment, and subscribe. There's the that's one. There you go. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to say, right? Yep, yeah, that's abs- the one. <laughs> absolutely. Like, comment, and subscribe uh, to this podcast, too. Yeah. So, please. <laughs> um, sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, just to give a little more background, just so yeah, everybody please. knows, I guess I should do a full plug here. But yeah, I just do a bunch of uh, little reviews for The Simpsons, like 60-second reviews, and I do extended ones on the end. I also do... Simpsons showdowns, which are basically just pitting one episode against each other, and I just kind of argue both sides of it. And then I do these uh, Simpsons mysteries, which kind of goes into like the can of the show and like tries to like answer questions that you might not have asked or like ones that were explicitly answered in the show. Like I did one about like who really shot Mr. Burns, for example, and did alternative theories on who could have done it, for example. Yeah, and that's uh, so that's the first one I saw. So if you are new to the channel, I would recommend starting there. It's uh, um. It's 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 interesting because it starts out where you're just like oh this is silly and then you get into like really like specific interesting fact and you're just like oh actually and you get really wrapped up in it so it's really well done and it's uh it's got three parts to it as well so three different kind of theories didn't you do a fourth part yeah I did a fourth oh, yeah, part a fourth very one. recently that's right it just came out recently um, people are always begging me to do more of them like they really like them and I like doing the series too but like I can't do one unless I can actually think of something that makes sense and the fourth yeah. one just came out of just like rewatching an episode and being like. Oh, this actually kind of worked. And then I put something <laughs> together. Uh, do you have any other, not necessarily Mr. Burns ones, but any other mysteries coming up in the pipeline by chance? Uh, not immediately. I was thinking about doing one about like the Simpsons timeline. Like, mm. how the hell does that work? How he's in like the fourth grade over and over again. Yeah. Um, or how Homer maybe invented one, grunge. Maybe one about whether or not the show has actually gotten worse over time, perhaps. Okay. Cool. Um, it, it's hard to think of those. Like, it takes so much research and effort. Yeah. And effort is hard. it sure is that's right (laughs) they don't call it fun fart (laughs) indeed that was dumb that was terrible (laughs) i'm so sorry (laughs) so greg anything to plug um yeah actually i uh, sorry i had to think about it for a second i'm in a i'm in another play right called christmas was the night before christmas Um, the run starts, uh, at Stage West Theater. It's a kid's show. Um, starts, uh, November 26th. I'll have more information as the 
run gets closer. But if you ever wondered what it would be like to see and hear me sing Sugar Sugar by the Archies. Ooh. Actually? Actually. Oh, that's funny. Then that's look no further. Tie-in. Yeah, there's the tie-in. That's why I wanted to mention it. Great. So there you go. It's a musical. <laughs> oh, boy. He's very excited. I'm nervous. Um, and I am uh, performing in The Underneath at Theater Basement, which uh, just oh, had its God, first... Oh, God, still? All right. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Um, sorry. Really rude. I just... I was so rude. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, though, how did the first week go? I went good. Yeah, we had good crowds. Yeah. And uh, it was, it's a lot of fun. It's a B-horror B movie on stage, so uh, come check it out. Uh, this will be released right before... The uh, Midnight Show, because we're having our Midnight Show on Friday, so if you want to come to the Midnight Show and uh, get drunk beforehand, that's what people will probably Kick be doing. Ass. And, uh, and then, once again, Saturday night at 7.30. So, uh, and that's at the Mandani Opera Center here in Calgary, Alberta. So, that is it for us here at The Two Bad Neighbors. My name was Alan. And I am still Greg. And was Greg. And thanks to our guest, James, a.k.a. The Real Jims, for coming on the podcast and our first American guest, yeah <laughs> thanks for having me you guys yeah and uh well hopefully maybe we'll get you back for uh the um bar sells of soul that'd be fun or oh, even, yeah. Or yeah, even sooner or, like who shot mr burns or something yeah i'd love, yeah. love to do it this is a lot of fun you guys are you guys are really good podcast hosts i, I like oh, since thanks, you guys man. contacted me uh i've really been like enjoying listening through the back catalog you guys do a great job oh awesome. thanks appreciate that we we've been doing it a while that means a lot <laughs> yeah to know we're not wasting our time That's, entirely yeah like like your mom no, says no, you like my mother really says great job because i really like that you guys really provide the simpsons information like you break down the jokes but you also like are willing to go on little tangents that are fun and like <laughs> you don't get like you're not like slavishly like stuck to the episode constantly you just kind of go over all over the place so i really like how you guys are doing it out here well i can't afford therapy so <laughs> this is this is it the next best thing yeah but uh, stay tuned for our next episode. We'll be, we'll be uh, finding happiness with a new love and the lost temptation of Homer. Sorry, the last temptation of Homer. Nice. Which is different than the lost temptation of Homer. Um, and see if Homer really loves Mindy or not. So, uh, Or is it a man named Andy? <laughs> could be. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks again, everybody, and keep watching the skis.